Welcome to Six Pack. I'm your host, Erin Inselman. This is an uncut show that supports parents in the enjoyment of raising children and having the fire and spirit to do life, with a side of sarcasm and humor, of course. I'm a mom of six, a wife, and a business owner in the health and fitness industry. Each week, myself and other experts will be sharing pointers and stories on parenting, self-growth, health and fitness, and relationships. Join me for this real and raw show dedicated to sharing tips, tribulations, and the triumphs of everyday life. Welcome back to Six Pack. Thank you for joining me. Today, I would like to talk about principles that Brian and I had learned when we actually well, first listen to Tony Robbins years and years ago. And then uh, many of you know that a couple years back, we were able to attend a multiple events that Tony Robbins had. And one thing that continues to come up that he speaks about is meeting the six basic human needs. And so I kind of wanted to take this episode to talk about some of that. And the reason for that is because Brian and I actually, you know, we have a coach. And so we meet with our coach every week. And our coach is someone who helps us in all areas of our life. Mainly we We found this coach to help us in, you know, and in our business as well because of the experience that he has in the field that we're in, in addition to just a lot of the core values that align with Brian and I as far as not only in business, but in in relationships as well. And so at some point, I'm going to have him on as a guest, but he was actually working with us this last week and reminded me of the six basic human needs. And the reason for that is, you know, we were kind of talking and transitioning. We were talking about some of the things that we were working towards this year. And, and Brian are very much, he and I are working towards being more business owners instead of business operators. We've been business operators. Well, especially Brian. Brian's been a business operator hands-on, full go, 100% within the business, you know, working not only hands-on in the business, but also, you know, running the business as well for 17 years. And, you know, I just kind of tagged on with him the last few years more full force instead of, you know, just kind of part-time and on the side. And so working towards some of those goals. And when we were working towards that, you know, he was asking Brian, because Brian has been doing a much better job of kind of cutting back a little bit and not He's still working the same, you know, crazy amount of hours, but as far as seeing clients, he's, you know, working on kind of getting his numbers down a little bit and empowering the team that we've created. And so our coach was kind of asking Brian how he felt about that. And in doing so, he poised a very great question and he asked Brian, what was his top basic human need? And we both kind of had to pause a little bit and think because we had not revisited um, those six basic human needs, you know, in quite a while. And it made me actually kind of go back and revisit some of these to realize that, gosh, I really should be probably putting this more at the forefront of some of my processing and some of my thinking, or at least knowing what mine is and knowing what Brian's top emotions are or top basic human needs are, just so that we can identify with each other a little bit more. And so I kind of wanted to break those down a little bit, go over what those six needs are, because in actuality, these six human needs, they come down really to why we do the things that we do. And I know on multiple episodes, I've talked about, you know, our 
why, the reason why we do things. And why is it that we measure success and value and we give ourselves status? What is it that forces and drives us and really shapes all of our emotions, um, our actions, our quality of life, and ultimately whatever our goals and our destinies are? And so, you know, it all really comes down to meeting these six human needs. And there's been, you know, tons and tons of years of research on it. And Tony Robbins isn't the first one that started it. But again, this is this is kind of the foundation that I from. And there's multiple different people that have done research on this, and they all come down to the study of behavior. And the, they keep coming back to these are these these six basic needs that are of importance to humans. So while each of us is of course, very unique. And, you know, we have all different kinds of individual and life events that happen that shape our emotions and that shape our behavior. But each of us also prioritizes our needs very differently. And our decisions that we have are decisions that we use based on different things and events that happen in our life has to do with what these different needs are and which needs we actually put first because everybody's is different and everybody's going to respond differently. So knowing which of your six needs is like your primary driving force, your primary motivator, this will help you understand and help you connect with others in relationships. It's also going to help you and, you know, manage your goals and it's going to drive you a little bit more. It's going to motivate you, but it's also going to help you understand and manage, you know, different triggers that you might have according to your emotions. So let's break these down. Let's get through them. So the six human needs are one, certainty, two, uncertainty or variety, three, significance, four, connection or love, five is growth, and six is contribution. So when we look at certainty, assurance you can avoid pain and where you can gain pleasure. So certainty kind of lies where, you know, you have that need to feel safe and you have that need to feel secure as well. The next one, the next human need, uncertainty and variety. That is the need for like unknown change, something new. You know, if you're always moving towards something different, that means that you like variety or things that are uncertain. The third is significance. You like the feeling of being unique. You like to feel important. You like to feel wanted, special, needed. You always are kind of craving some type of recognition. The fourth is connection and love. That's a strong feeling of closeness or union with someone or something. You're just really, really looking for that close connection with others. The fifth one is growth. Growth is an expansion of capacity where you definitely want to look for that that sense of understanding. You're always striving to be better. You're always striving to work, to do more. And then the last one is contribution, which is a sense of service, focusing on helping, giving, supporting others, contributing to something that's bigger than you, that's beyond yourself. So I would say if you have something to write with, I would write down what these six basic needs are and maybe re-listen to this part of kind of how I described each of them because everybody ranks these basic needs differently and it really is up to you on the way that you're going to rank them and you're going to look at why you are the person that you are and so most people look at their top two but I would actually like you to look at what your top four are you know as far as like in a making a list of these and then or just even start by you know putting 
them in order one through six on where you feel like you would rank these and then look at, you know, where you are with the top four. And then while you look at the last two, um, that really is something that is going to help you kind of look towards why you are the way you are and why you are the person that you are, you know, in all areas of fulfillment, whether it's relationship, your career, your personal interests, you know, and so many more other things. So, you know, let's just kind of go through more of a basic human needs and what they mean. I'm just going to kind of go in order. So let's say that you, you know, we're really processing and thinking of these top six human needs and you decided that certainty was your first one. So if certainty is like your top basic need, then that means, um, like I said, that you really need to feel safe. You need to feel secure. You need to also feel many times like you're in control. So somebody who has like certainty as their number one needs that feeling of security, but it also can be a very much a challenge sometimes if certainty is your first one, because you feel like you constantly have to be in control of your environment. And so many times someone who needs that that certainty and that certainty is, you know, like their top priority will sometimes have a tendency to change their expectations so that they can avoid new situations or so that they can avoid even new people in their life. And so someone who has their priority, number one, is certainty. You're always kind of finding ways to positively like motivate yourself and you like to aim to be very consistent. You like to deliver things the same And this process sometimes provides you with assurance that your actions will either work to avoid like pain or gain pleasure, which then in turn fulfills your basic human need of certainty. If you are looking at uncertainty and variety, it kind of looks something like this. So though it is very important to understand like really what uncertainty means, um, sometimes it can be a little extreme. So sometimes a person that is looking for variety or uncertainty, they might be somebody who likes a change. They might be somebody who, you know, might switch jobs a lot or makes like big changes within relationship, or they might take like unnecessary risks to just like get this like adrenaline kind of jolt that they crave a little bit. That person that, you know, has uncertainty or variety as one of their top ones, like they're totally not afraid to take risks. Like they're your person that's probably going to be putting money in the stock market. They're your person that's, you know, going to, you know, like that thrill. They might be kind of an adventure junkie. They're definitely not going to avoid new situations or new people either. So the third need is significance. So significance is actually one, like when you look at the six of them, it's one of the top that people actually generally choose. So if your top one is significance, you're among a very large portion of people, a percentage of people that feel like they need that recognition. So what this might look like and sound like to you is that you know, you like to be seen, you like to be heard, you like to be listened to, honestly, which is a lot of us, which is most of us, like you measure your significance by what you believe makes you special and unique. And you have a tendency to compare yourself with others around you, which that's, in my opinion, that's almost human nature, especially if you're someone that's a little bit more goal oriented, you know, you're looking for 
comparing yourself to see if you're reaching, you know, a certain level or you're, you know, you're achieving the success that you want to achieve. So recognition provides you with like this validation. It makes you feel like you've been seen. It makes you feel like you've been someone that's different, someone that's special. So recognition is definitely like a huge and major driving force for this human behavior because it provides us with like, Oh, kind of like a, a system where we can, you know, track ourselves and measure ourselves so that we can feel accomplished so that, you know, we're recognized. And many times, like, this is huge in, you know, in careers and employment and productivity um, is significant. So that's why, like I said, this is a very common one that's going to be at the top of most of our, if it's not one of your top two, it's definitely probably, you know, in your top four for the most part, or at least for most people. And so, Sometimes, though, this can have kind of a negative effect on us if we're really, really, really driven by significance and we're not receiving significance in like a positive way, then many times people have a tendency to kind of spiral or take, you know, some type of drastic measures to make themselves feel good. And many times, a lot of times that comes in the forms of addiction as well. And so people that really, really, really strive and thrive off significance, when they don't have significance in their life, sometimes people that are alcoholics or people that turn to food or people that like even are engaging in like fights a lot or frequent arguments, that kind of thing. Or or if you know someone that surrounds themselves with people that are even that they view that are, you know, less to them or less skilled or less accomplished, that's something that, uh, you know, is also a sign that significance is not having a positive effect on them as well. So people that are that are highly, highly driven for significance can really be very accomplished people and very, very goal-oriented people. But when they aren't receiving that positive feeling of significance, sometimes there's a lot of drastic measures that happen to be taken when that need isn't being met. So breaking down the fourth one, fourth one is connection and love. So connection and love, if, if connection and love is like your top basic human need, then you are always, always looking for that closeness in relationship. You're also looking for someone or something to help you feel, to feel that gift of love. And you truly understand that like love is your driving force and that it's such a special thing and it doesn't always come along easily and it doesn't always come along to everyone. But on the flip side of it, with connection and love, if you're someone that this is your number one, this can also lead to like, you know, a little bit of heartache as well, because if this is your basic human need and you're not getting that fulfillment in relationship or you're not getting back what you feel that you want in a relationship, it can also cause you to continue to like sacrifice self-care for yourself in order to take care of others or to give and give and give to work towards maintaining, you know, a partnership or a relationship with someone because it's something that you desire so much. So there's kind of, even though connection and love seems like such a positive thing, it it is, but there's also to all of these behaviors, there's if they're used properly, they can be so successful. And if they're understood properly, they can be so successful. But then it's also important to understand the negative effects that these behaviors and these needs can have on us if they're not being met as well. 
All right. So number five is growth. And so people who have growth at the top, like I said, at the top two or the top four, um, these people are, they are always, always striving. They're always looking to do better. They're always looking to learn more. They're very, very good at moving quickly and very good at their jobs, very precise at things. But they're also kind of one of those people too, that it's like, well, maybe some of you have experienced this as well. It's like you've had set a goal for yourself. And then once you get to your goal, you're kind of like, wait, that's it. I thought it was going to be bigger than this. I thought it was, you know, because you've built that up and you've worked for something for so long. And then once you get to that, that goal, and once you've reached your, what you thought was your full potential, you're very, very quick to move on to the next thing. And so you're constantly, constantly striving for betterment. And uh, very few times do people like this get bored because they are always, always working towards, you know, something greater. On the flip side of this, kind of a negative thing to growth is that because they are always working towards growth. And really, most of it, a lot of time is perfection as well. Sometimes setting yourself up for perfection can lead to neglect and it can lead to failure. And many times, in addition to that, you have a very high stress level and it keeps stress around in your life and and sometimes at levels that aren't manageable either. And the last one is contribution. And so that one's, I mean, obviously, when you hear the word, it's pretty self-explanatory. You know, there's kind of a saying where the secret to living is giving. And those who experience contribution as one of their top human, you know, basic needs, you always have and feel that need to contribute in not just a simple way, in like a big way in your community. I mean, these are the people that are constantly signing up for any type of volunteer work. I mean, they're always looking at the bigger picture. They're, you know, always looking to try to like change the world. And so um, obviously people with very, very big hearts. Um, but on the flip side of it, you know, just because we like to talk about the, you know, just because I'm kind of trying to describe like how it can, that human need can be, you know, used in a positive way. It can also be, you know, something that can get a little bit lost sometimes because people that are big contributors, they sometimes think so big and so broadly, they have a tendency to lose sight of the fact that giving also begins small and it begins to those that are closest to them. In other words, it begins at home. And many times the people at home, the people that are closest to them are the ones that actually become neglected because they're so focused on trying to change the world and make a bigger contribution to society that they forget or they have a tendency to forget that, you know, it it needs to start right at home where the heart is. So I know I kind of talked about the little bit of the dysfunction that can happen in all six of these behaviors. But the thing is, is that if we understand what our six basic human needs are or the order of them, and we understand, you know, the good parts about them, but then also the things that can be, like I said, dysfunctional about them as well, then that's awareness. And so we don't have to resort to, you know, these types of dysfunctional behaviors or negative behaviors if we understand what our needs are. And when we do feel ourselves kind of 
being wrapped up in that behavior and going down that path that we don't want to go down. By better understanding what our basic human needs are, it really becomes a driving force for us. It can help us set goals. It can help us implement things positively. It can help us with our relationships. By understanding these needs and which ones we are, you know, at any given moment, it can definitely help us with any type of power and growth and embracement, um, you know, but it's also understanding how when we're not meeting those needs, how it affects us as well. So when I was looking through and, you know, a long time ago, and I kind of put my needs in order and everything, you know, I was thumbing through one of my books and looking to see if I felt like it was if I was still, you know, following that same order. And so there are a couple different websites. I mean, there's so many people that follow Tony Robbins that obviously everybody likes to take their own twist on things. And so there was one test that I had come across and it was, I believe the website was from like sffirewalker.com or something like that. But it had like a little quiz that you could take. And so, you know, just kind of out of fun, because I like, I mean, that's that's my definition of fun sometimes is I just, the more I feel like I learn about myself and know about myself, I feel like it just helps me adapt to different situations and it helps me, you know, kind of keep control of myself and keep honestly like my emotions in check because I'm one of those people that I'm just, I wear my emotions on my sleeve. And so if I can understand like, you know, what my psychological needs are, like I said, one of my basic needs are, then I feel like it's going to help me in different situations in life, whether it's in business, parenting, you know, my relationship with my husband, my relationship with with friends and family. And so um, I had actually taken this little quiz and it ended up being the same order that I actually had thought that I had put myself in um, when I had actually gone to the the Tony Robbins conference and we, you know, kind of did a little activity on ourselves. And and I will say that um, my my top one is connection and love. And that doesn't entirely like surprise me a lot because I'm very, very much driven by my relationships with people and the closeness that I feel and the connection that I feel with with my kids and with my spouse and and with my parents and just just everyone that I'm around. I mean, it's one of those things that it it truly is the reason I wake up in the morning. It's it is my my driving force. And so when that feeling and that connection that I have with someone in a relationship, if it's strained or if it's just not functioning at the high level that I feel that it needs to be functioning at that, then it definitely has a whole toll on like my entire day. And the more I was reading about this, the interesting thing is that in looking at females and males, most females, their top ones, they're, you know, definitely in their top two is love and connection. And males, um, typically their top one is significance. And I think that, you know, it's kind of telling how that as females, we just kind of have that like natural instinct, that nurturing, that mothering feeling and significance. It makes sense to me why most men, that's their top one, because, you know, they were the hunters, they were the gatherers, like they were the ones that, you know, were providing. And so, you know, therefore that, you know, that it that develops that significance as well. So 
my top one is love and connections. And and to be honest, Brian's top one is significance. In fact, when we were talking with our coach and we were talking about, um, you know, kind of like how Brian felt with, you know, kind of his numbers reducing a little bit, you know, there was kind of like a little bit of pull from him. And so it was really great for our coach to be able to kind of ask that question and unravel that a little bit so that Brian could remind himself that his top one was significance. And that significance, even though he, you know, might be stepping away from the role a little bit than what he's used to having. That doesn't mean that he's not significant. It just means that the significance is changing a little bit and it's it's just going to look different and sound different and and feel different to him. But being aware of that is something that helps anytime we have changes in our life or changes in things that we're working towards. It helps that that transition a little bit. It helps us ease that a little bit as well. So here's the thing. Even though these six human needs are simple, as far as simple in definition, it does get a little bit hard to identify and put in order, or at least I thought it was a little difficult to put in order what those needs were for me. And I really had to take time with it, and I had to actually be honest with myself in the fact that what was the order that I wanted to put, or that not that I wanted to, but what was the order that these needs meant for me, not what was the order I thought they should mean for me. It really was just about understanding myself and how if I knew what my top human needs were, then it would help me respond in different situations positively and catching myself when I was doing it negatively or harmfully as well. It was important for me to start changing the way that I thought about it was to start changing like my perspective on these needs and notice how each of these influenced, each of these needs influenced, you know, my different thoughts, my different feelings, the way that I responded or the way that I behaved, the actions that I had in different situations. So that's why it was so important for me to revisit this and look at this again, because by understanding the needs that shape myself and my behavior, it's just going to help me understand myself better. And it's more about my internal and my spiritual journey as um, I'm constantly, you know, striving and thriving um, for growth, which is, again, one of my top needs as well. So no matter how much I want to strive and I want to reach my goals and I want to do this and I want to do that and I want to be here, you know, by this amount of time, if I don't understand the needs that I need for myself, then I'm not going to reach those goals and push myself to achieve those goals and want to grow the way that, you know, is truly going to be the best for me. So I was very grateful last week when our coach reminded me and brought up what these six human needs were because it had been a while since I revisited them. And I just had a different perspective now when I looked on it, looked at it. And maybe it's because 
you know, when I was first introduced to it, you know, it was something that I had done through an audio. And then when I revisited again, you know, I was at this conference and there were so many external factors going on and there was so much intake happening that now, you know, the third time that I'm looking at it, I just kind of have a different approach to it. And it was something that, you know, I definitely am going to, you know, keep right in front of me because it's going to help me in understanding myself. It's going to understand me in in business. It's going to understand me in the growth of my relationships as well. And so if I don't internally understand the needs that I have, then how am I going to be the happiest person that I can be? And how am I going to be somebody that appreciates myself and appreciates others in spite of things that come up and things that challenge us every day. So um, if you get a chance to, um, you know, look up some more information on the six human needs, if this is something that that interests you. Actually, like Tony Robbins has a TED Talk that I'll have, I'll ask him to put in the show notes as well, you know, possibly a link to that. And I believe it's still like one of the top 10 TED Talks of all times. And so he kind of brushes a little bit on what those six human needs are. He doesn't go quite into like that, you know, that intense depth of it, but he gives a good overview of it. And it's really, you know, a nice perspective that he takes on it. So again, you know, look at these these different needs, order them for, you know, put them in order for yourself. You know, it's just, again, it's just one of those things I think that has helped me along the way. And just, like I said, internally getting to know who I am and why I respond the way that I respond, why I have the thoughts, the feelings, the behaviors, and the actions that I do. And so I hope that it's just another one of those things that is, that brings you, you know, a sense of, you know, maybe excitement in learning about yourself and in helping you to continue to enhance and and continue to grow. So each day, keep becoming your best and striving and, you know, learning about yourself, continuing to grow and living your life with that fire and spirit that you so rightfully deserve. Thank you for joining me again for another episode. And I can't wait to talk to you again next week. Thank you for joining me for this week's episode of Six Pack. I hope you've enjoyed what you've heard today. Please share this episode with a friend. And if you haven't already, click subscribe. Rate and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Have a beautiful week and tell the important people in your life just how much you care about them. Much love and blessings to you all.